You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, everyone? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Bubble Bath Stories. I am your co-host, Nikki Trends. And I am your equally important co-host, Manioso. And you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories, a fun 15-minute podcast where we get straight to the point. Which you know if you've already been listening. But if you're new, welcome. This week, we are talking about... Travis Scott and World. I mean, about time, right? Listen, I'm happy that we actually waited because when we wanted to actually um, record, it was in the height of it. And we found out... This is like one of those stories that something new has been happening every day. Every day. So like that whole story about somebody stabbing security with a hyper hypodermic needle was fake. Oh, so it was fake. And as soon as I saw that, I was like... Really happy. Yeah, we're waiting till now to talk about it. I mean, first glance, you hear about what were your thoughts? Okay, so I actually I woke up in the morning and went to work, and that's when I started seeing the updates because I I get up and leave like at five in the morning, and I got nothing but CNN, uh, Billboard News, every single thing, New York Post, everything was the same about this, and I was like, what the heck, you know? Um, I gotta be honest, like, everything I was seeing at first was just straight, just sad to hear. Yeah. Uh, all I could think about was, how do you, how do you go to a concert and you have to worry about losing your life, you know? Yeah, and it's, it, it's a little, it's not funny, coincidence, I guess. The night before the story broke, I had just told, I looked at you and I was like, oh, it's Astro World weekend. Mm-hmm. We could have been at Astro World. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we talked about going on a trip or something. And then all that happened, I mean... At first, I saw this video of everybody bum rushing the VIP, Mm -hmm. and immediately I was just like, "Yeah, and that's that's the crazy thing because what's wrong with them? Because we (laughs) didn't have updates of what was going on. um, I I think like the main thing everybody kept thinking at first was, "Oh, look at these young people rushing the stage. How irresponsible!" That's exactly what I was thinking. And then. Every day, something new is coming out. You had the girl who was trying to get the camera guy to stop. And everybody was booing her while she was trying to say, hey, there's dead people right there in front of us. You know, uh, I did see that too. And I, it's, it's like, well, what did you want the camera guy to do? He probably, he can't hear yeah. what's happening. Because he has earpieces in. And he's got something to avoid the crowd noise. Yeah. So he, he's probably looking at someone who's feeling what is it flailing their arms yeah and, seat, and probably thinks it's just a fucking drunk kid that made their way up no of course of course um i i think too at the very beginning a lot of people were very quick to try to blame the the regular the regular workers again you know like they're again. really quick to blame like another well, example well, where was the caterer <laughs> Another example. You know, everybody was saying, like, I I heard a lot of commotion where people were trying to blame the EMS crew that they weren't. And this was before people wanted to start blaming folks like Live Nation, you know? I mean, if you... Okay, listen. It's crazy. You and I went to the last Coachella ever. Drink. Drink. Every time we talk about Coachella. Yeah. Um, And 
there was a point, I think, with Khalifa. I'm not sure, Kikuddy. I forgot who it was on stage, but I remember we were all the way in the back, and you could only see people in a little tiny stage. It was when Pusha T was out. No, this is like at the end. Um, and everybody remember, started rushing to the stage because somebody came up, right? Yeah, no, but that wasn't it. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. it's just. Can I press my thumb? Anyway, so all you see is a crowd of people. We were all the way in the back, and all I kept thinking about was. Why the fuck would you want to be that close? Yeah. And we were in the back where we could move around. Like, it was still crowded, obviously. But all I kept thinking about was, how the fuck are you going to get out of there? Mind if you want to catch another show, if you want to use the bathroom, you're just like... Listen, when it comes to concerts, when it comes to open field concerts, it's something you have to keep in mind that the closer you get, the the thicker it's going to get as far as... Uh, safety. Yeah, they say I've this, been to a lot of them. Yeah, they say this first come first serve atmosphere is just like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, no, I've I've been to a lot of different open field concerts. You know, they're actually some of my favorite ones. Um, I've been up front. I've been all the way to to the front for some major performers, and you know, when you're up there, I feel like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna complain. Yeah, we're yeah. all stuffed in together, you know. Yeah. So like when I see when I saw this, and and when I would think about being up front at a concert, that's all I could think is like, like like we're all up there. Why is anybody causing a problem? Like we're all trying to be up right. here. Right, like somebody's trying to spoil the fun. On the flip side, uh, now that I'm older, I'm not gonna be going up in the front anymore like that because I'm not trying to handle that. I've been in a mosh pit. I know how to handle myself. So <laughs> Friday night. Chaos ensues. Yeah. They canceled the Saturday and Sunday shows. Travis Scott. Because it was a whole weekend. Two weekends Travis or Travis right? Scott um, wow. canceled his Vegas show. Mm. The, then he does an apology video, which. Let's get on that. What? Here are my first thoughts when I saw the video. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for him. I'm not a celebrity uh, sympathizer. I don't like. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. But, n- neither. The Boba stories isn't about that. But it kind of reminded me of the Alec Bolden thing. And okay. it, it's like this. Travis Scott's job is to entertain, it's to, mm-hmm. get, to create a moment, a vibe, an atmosphere. And because of that, 10 people, it's now 10 people, youngest victim, nine year old, uh, dead. Yeah. And when I saw that video, I, I felt bad for him because, like, I can't imagine he's sleeping well knowing that nine, ten lives were taken. Of his fans. Of his, his fans. fans. And so when I see people make fun of him, I'm just like, yeah, he's damned if he does, he's damned if he does it. If he would have never said anything yeah. and would have been very private about helping the victims' families and, what, and you know, with the investigation, people would have straight shitted on him yeah but him making the video people are still shitting on saying it's not it's um, not genuine yeah it's, it's not genuine yeah. yeah but it's like what the fuck what is he supposed to do he understands that something terrible happened he doesn't feel good about it i mean i i kind of wonder i mean why it wasn't in black and white and in this like angle to be dramatic I think that's what people were attaching to. to but didn't he do that it. like right after the show? I don't know. I don't know when it was done. So you know, like that's. I think that's just want to fucking be. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's the thing that people had been picking on. Because if you check out, like on TikTok, 
there's like a whole compilation of people taking that clip and adding some kind of mundane remedial task that you don't want to do and then putting him at the end as if I think that's the the judgment that comes up to any celebrity when yeah, something but happens. Are, like, Everybody like it doesn't like you just said, it whether he did it or didn't, something was gonna be judged on him. Yeah, but like the f- who ever wants to make an apology video Nobody. when when lives have been lost? Nobody. Like are you fucking joking? Like people anyway. <laughs> off of that tirade. Yeah. We are also very aware that Travis Scott has a history. Yes. Of telling his fans to go buck while fucking crazy, to rage, mosh pit. I'm glad you brought this up. Fight the system. (laughs) Because you said yourself, Friday, he comes out with this video. And it really feels as if overnight, everybody started coming up with all this info about his past performances. Oh, yeah. And how, wait a second, you always tell us to go buck wild. Kyle Green, Terminal 5 before it. Kyle Green, who yeah. was at attendance of his Terminal 5 performance okay. at Travis Scott's, was, uh, had people pushed him off a fucking balcony. Yeah, wow. Um, and in that same balcony, mm-hmm. a separate fan was left partially paralyzed after being encouraged by Scott to jump off the same balcony. So it was kind of, he was kind of being cheeky, like, oh, like, but are you going to do it? You're not going to do it. Yeah. And he did it. And so, yes, Travis Scott... What the fuck? You why are you antagonizing this guy? He, this ki- kid. I'm assuming he's 18. Let's say, but you're antagonizing him to do it because he wants to get recognized by you by and you, wants the performer. to make. But at the same time, it Travis Scott told you to jump off the fucking bridge. Are you jumping? Like there also has to be accountability on the parts of these people. Like if you push over a, a coke machine <laughs> to try to get something for free, it's your fault if it lands on you. <laughs> yeah, like. Why would you jump off the fucking balcony? What did you think was going to happen when you jumped off the fucking balcony? So, you know, it's funny you bring that up because now there's there's videos coming out uh, of performers you, all what over. Is it, Captain, Captain Hindsight? Yeah, yeah. All these performers right now are coming out with, uh, like, there's videos at their shows where they're stopping. So that way to tell people, like, hey, calm down. I think it was, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's a rapper. But he literally said, everybody stop. Let this person through because I don't want to get sued. So now you got performers. And now you're kind of making a, if, now, I don't know about you. Here's the but thing that we feels said. like a stab. Now like we you, talked about this. We talked about this like together. Like a little jab. Yeah, it's a little jab. But also, now you're going to get those fools out there at the shows. We're going to purposely. Just so that they can be brought up to the front. And recognized. be recognized by the performer. Um, here are some other things that actually came to light. Yeah. Uh, Houston Police Department and Houston Fire Department so now called, we're on Sunday. called a mass <laughs> casualty at 9.38 p.m., 32 minutes after Travis Scott set. However, even yeah. though promoters agreed to stop the show... Scott continued to play until 10.15, and that's because it is said that they, the police department, the chief, were worried that if it abruptly halted, it could have caused a riot, which I agree. Yeah, I agree to that. Because um, if you watch the videos of the of the kids getting in there at the beginning, they, they were, you see videos of the security guards 
grabbing some of them and throwing them over the rail because everybody's trying to jump over and get in for free. Imagine if they stopped the show and said, oh, uh, police department literally says we gotta stop the show. They would have rioted. The so they had 528 police in attendance as well as 755 security guards, mm -hmm. which was supposed to apparently be enough manpower for 50,000 people. Okay. Obviously not. Um, concert safety consultant Paul Weathermeyer. 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 Yeah. He promotes. Um, he's actually just in charge of concert safety kind of protocols okay. and you know making sure shit gets done correctly. But his opinion on a lot of this is that you know if there's no seats, it kind of creates this kind of this mass. Yeah chaos shit show but not every show can handle having barricades or things so coachella drink has yeah. all their stages very separate from each other but yeah. there's also barricades where ems people who need to act in case of an emergency have ways to to get to people okay that paul specifically said yeah this would not work at a travis scott show if it was pink floyd it would work not a travis scott show now why do you think that is um, well, let's, again, you have people <laughs> jumping off of balconies. He was... Let, let, let me tell you, because I do, I do love that right now because it's such a, um, it's such a, it's such a topic that kind of goes through all aspects right now because you got a lot of professionals throwing their hats in. I also, I was listening to this uh, podcast through NPR, right? And through, um, through Vox, I mean, sorry. Um, this guy, uh, he's a UK professor, G. Keith Still. He is actually a consultant for some of the world's leading venues and brands, right? And when it comes to uh, performers and safety, he's one of like the top guys in the world. This guy says that these accidents, these actions all have the same type of DNA. He says the DNA of these actions are very similar. So many of them are major events are run by enthusiastic amateurs rather than professionally trained crowd safety and risk experts. And all, when I listened to this guy talk, I was thinking, wow, you know, that's not what anybody, that's not a language anybody else is using. Everybody's trying to blame the performer. He even says though, the performer's there to perform. The people in charge of the venue are the ones who are in charge of this kind of stuff. So that's so, in that same article, um, it said that the people who organize and approve these events mm -hmm. are not held criminally liable for gross negligence. That's true. And as long as promoters, artists, security, venue operators, and city's officials who approve these plans are not held criminally liable, this is going to drone on. I mean, Scott, in 2017, three misdemeanors inciting a riot, disorderly conduct, mm -hmm. um, endangering the welfare of a minor. Because he had, uh, he encouraged, insisted fans rush the stage. Uh, you got poor Drake getting sued. Yeah. Because he just showed up. Let me ask you. you, do you, do you I mean, money grubbing fucking lawyers yeah. are coming. There, there, there's, there's three people that everybody wants to know who to point the finger at, right? Travis Scott. Live, Live Nation. Nation or the people that just did the writing. And this is in doing uh, research. We also found that events executive producer and festival director. Yeah. Whose name and hierarchy have been redacted in the plan. There was um, this 56 page emergency 
pro like this emergency plan of what to do. Mm -hmm. And it had everything from missing children, bomb threats, uh, active shooters, never anything about crowd control. Uh, and so there's these documents, but the people who are actually res who can pull the plug are not named in this document. You know, it's crazy the what they um, what they use to actually there's like psychology that they use for crowd control for these concerts there's a lot of different levels to what they have to do to plan out how to make sure these accidents don't happen um when i was listening to on box when i was listening to this guy he was talking about how the the separation in the rows for the ems isn't just for them to be able to get through it's actually meant to to calm down your psyche so when you're at the front you're at a gate, and in your head, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm already at the front. You're not, but that's the furthest front you can get in that section, and they literally do that just to get a person to calm down. Wow. Well, okay, so the other, another fact that I didn't know, by the way. Yeah. The promoter is responsible for following crowd and safety yeah. guidelines. Yep. So, um, at high energy shows such as Scott's, security guards usually maintain some sort of presence, not just on the perimeter, but in the crowd themselves. And there's reports that say these security guards were not specifically trained mm -hmm. for crowd control. The, the police department is not trained for crowd control. And now, um, when in doing further research, it says that security guards were told, don't fucking interfere. Yeah radio and get supervision so I how are you supposed to do all that when somebody's life is in danger i wonder i wonder if live nation is using gwen stefani's situation as a blanket Ooh, what do you mean well in 2016 gwen stefani had a concert 2016 2017 a one of her fans got hurt because there were empty seats in the front row okay. and she tells everybody on the mic Hey, you guys, come on up to the front. I don't think anybody will mind. And bam, a stampede of fans just started coming down, trying to be to the front. So this one girl ends up getting her her knee, ends up getting hurt. I don't think I was just her knee getting hurt. So the judge decided Live Nation's not liable because Gwen Stefani told them to come up. I mean, yeah, that's, so everyone's now, gonna turn on each other. Yeah, of Listen. course, everyone's gonna turn on each other. It's, but it's still, it's Live Nation. Live? <laughs> and so I'm thinking like, okay, wow, Travis Scott, ooh, with those shows, is he telling people to do something? How he, much does freedom of speech come let's, into play? I'm not let's saying it's his fault. The word here is accountability. Yeah. And if you're asking me to rank who the fuck should be paid? He should Drake, be at the bottom. Drake is very low on that list. The fact that he's getting sued, I I'm, feel I, I'm like laughing that he's even part of it. He was that, there man. for like 10 minutes. They wanted they wanted to get mad at him for being at a strip club after everything. I think, yeah, like, <laughs> he has I nothing think, to do with it. I think when parents who took young children to this to this festival have some accountability. Okay. Um Travis Scott has accountability. You, my dude, should really stop fucking telling people to, to do dangerous things and think that nobody's going to listen to you. Yeah. Because they are. It's evident in your history. Live Nation, um, I think whoever was in charge of hiring security should have hired people, a company that knew crowd control. Um... And then whoever whoever's fucking name is redacted, 
Yeah. In the in the paperwork, who could have stopped the show? Yeah. Is one hundred percent more liable than fucking Travis Scott. Definitely. The people putting the show together. And definitely. all these people who are like. Boy, the the treatment that he's getting with like people taking off his song and people booing, you're all dumb. Yeah. Like let's fucking st- you're you're clout chasing on on some on tragedies is what it is. You're yeah. clout chasing on ten families who lost loved ones. Because guess what, Nike got that money. Yep, Nike's got uh, their money already. You're ooh, all the people were like, yeah, fuck Travis Scott. I better not hear you banging his joint on your TikTok videos, your Instagram. Nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and to all these artists who are now all of a sudden, I you know who are like, oh no, stop the show. I don't want to get sued. Like how disingenuous for you to fucking make light of something yeah. that could very easily happen at your show. Definitely. I I still point the finger at at the people putting the show together. Um, there is definitely an amount of safety and protocol that there's that isn't being done. It needs to be, and I really think it comes down to that they don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't want to pay for it. But also, people, people, you hold yourselves fucking accountable. If you are going to a festival, don't be the dick who's trying to get to the front. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit of etiquette, right? Don't like try to risk your life for what? What is the point of the front row if you can't enjoy it? Like, that's the thing. If you're in a seated area, I get the front row. If you're in a festival setting, you don't, my dude, like, if you. Hold your phone now. Somebody can easily... You are in no position to do anything. I think there's definitely some etiquette when it comes to oh, these things. Oh, 100%. Um, at the same time, the the, the way it's set up, I, people are talking about how these, these no-seat concerts, they're just asking for trouble. But that's so unfair. It is. It's totally unfair. It's unfair. That's what, and, that. That, and this is, this, is the, this is the thing that nobody's going to like about it is that Something like this, some dumb thing like this is what ends up changing what how we've we been enjoy. waiting to for something to come back. Yeah, like how we enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. You guys got me. Okay. Give, don't change my concerts. <laughs> I mean, because what's the fun of Make it? concerts great again. <laughs> like, I mean, listen, listen. I just don't get the front row experience. It's just not like... Yeah. What do you get that you can't get away away from the stage? Like, it's... There's, unfortunately, unfortunately, it comes with the territory. There's always going to be that crowd of people going to be up front. And that's what makes it I, enjoyable no, for folks like us who don't I, mind being in the back. But it's the fighting. It's the fighting, to yeah. To be in the front. Like, me personally, if I'm close to the stage and people are pushing their way in... I'm not gonna fucking try and fight them. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I can't really go anywhere, so I'm sorry. This is this is where I have to stop. Yeah. I don't mind being up to the top. I don't want Michael Bublé to spit on me or anything. And parents, <laughs> stop thinking that your kids are mature when they go, when they are not in your presence. Oh okay. Gosh, for real. I, you know, not all kids. But I'm sure a majority of the people that are rushing the stage are like, and some of them, don't know how to I'm act sure, are parents, nice people. Don't know how to act when their parents are not around, you know? Oh, and man. Listen, folks, let us know what you think about everything that's going are you, on. With are you this. canceling Travis? Are you going to cancel Travis Scott? Or are you going to listen to the new one coming out? 
Anyway, uh, if you guys want to find out what we're up to, you can catch us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. Catch me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And you can catch me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, be sure to, to go to our website, bubblebathstories.co, for all official merchandise. Bye. Bye.